this a JoJo's reference? We're still recording remote because... Corona. I'm Diana. I'm Dave. We did it. We watched five episodes this week. We did it. Somehow, we managed to watch five whole episodes. Yeah, literally somehow for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a little stressed, but this was a nice break. We've both been very busy, equally busy schedules, and yet we both managed to find the time. Definitely sure. the same amount of busyness. Yeah, definitely the same amount of um, workload and like, you know, mental load. Yes. So we should just talk about these episodes, huh? Which episodes are you talking about? Well, we started out with episode... That sounded so cheesy. I'm sorry. I need to put you on blast right now. <laughs> J- started- J- if you're just here for the JoJo, just skip ahead about three or four minutes and then... Just skip ahead about three or four seconds. Episode six was Koichi Hirose <laughs> Reverb. I didn't realize that was Stan's name until... Like because it was literally just an egg before. Literally just an egg, and I would have been happy either way. But Koichi's great. Yeah. I think he's this part's Avdol. If he, he dies, I quit. He's a good, good boy. He's a very good boy. So he's riding his bike down the middle of the street. Uh, he runs over a squishy bag, and I immediately feel sorry for him. <laughs> immediately a bad start. <laughs> Because uh, this guy is sitting on a bench. Well, he looks back and it's moving. Um, or it was like, moving uh. and then blood shoots out of it. Yeah. Um, and he says, oh, there was nothing I could have done about it. To be fair, he was riding a bike and he could have kind of easily dodged it. But he, he kept looking at the <laughs> spokes of his bike like he, he wasn't looking at the road. Well, that's mistake number one. I'm sorry, my son, but you need to look where you're going. Yes. Um, so this dude on a bench is like, it wasn't your fault. It, someone put it there. <laughs> yeah. This dude's like, don't worry about it. It's not your fault. It's whoever put that cat in the road. Like nothing like, you could have done. Stop talking to strangers. Even this if you just go to your very weird. Like just right him. out of, yes, he's awful. <laughs> um, Bad. He, and he um, only gets worse. Yeah. He offers, he, he offers to hide the body, essentially, for Koichi. Yeah, he, he's eventually like, just hey, like, give me all your money. I'll hide my cat for you, right. which you killed. It, and Koichi's like, your cat? Yes, big manipulation hours. It just escalates so quick with this guy. Yeah, he, he just completely... It, he's a con artist, basically. Yes. And it's at this point that we see, in addition to being a piece of shit and a car artist, he's also he's a stand a user. A stand user. Because he pokes Koichi in the chest mm-hmm. and out of like the hole that it creates. I mean, he doesn't have to poke him. It's not the trigger. But a big lock comes out of Koichi's chest, like right in the center. Yeah. Um, and basically his stand is guilt. Yep. And that's because... exactly how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> because Krejci feels guilty, guilty for killing this guy's cat, he now has literally the weight of his sins on his chest. Yeah. 
Koichi's 14. He shouldn't have to deal with this. <laughs> also, there was a really um, good line right before this happens, because up on the hill is Okuyasu and Josuke. Yes, I was just about to mention that. And they, <laughs> they see Koichi, and they're just like, huh, who's that guy he's with? And I think it's Josuke remarks, like, that kid hangs out with shady-looking characters all the time. And I'm just yeah. like, that's you! <laughs> that's you too! Okuyasu, Okuyasu says he looks like he's having fun. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you good? The answer's no. No. <laughs> Go help your boy. These are some real good, like, just dipshit hours in these episodes. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's the rest of episode or of part four because I love real dipshit hours. <laughs> um, um. So they go down. Well, um, so now that Koichi has this guy, do you remember his name? I, I didn't write it down. I wrote it down further down. Hold on. Any luck? No, I didn't write it down because I didn't care about him that much. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, now that, now that Koichi has this guy's stand on him or in him, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Now, now this guy effective. is saying, like he took the 7,000, or he tells Koichi to give him all of his money. Koichi's like, I don't have a wallet. And yeah, he lo- tries to lie his yeah. way out of it. But Koichi, being too pure and innocent, feels guilty about lying to this piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> and the lock grows bigger, and now he can barely stand. Yeah. Um, and so the guy takes his wallet. He had like 7,000 yen in the wallet. And now mm-hmm. he says... Like it's that like 70 was your bucks. F- yes. Uh, now he says like, "Well, that was your fee for lying to me. I'm gonna need at least five hundred thousand for the cat." Mm-hmm. So like five thousand dollars. Yep. Um, but it's at this point that Josuke and Okuyasu show up, and Josuke asks this man if he has tried not being poor. <laughs> just get a job just get a job if you want money it was the 90s times were different um you could do that okuyasu uh, truly okuyasu um tries to like rip the the lock out of koichi's chest yeah um and it's at this point i was wondering if um if you feel no shame or no guilt does the stand grow does it like still take effect the answer is no because immediately um, what is it? Okuyasu like takes out the guy's tooth, like punches him so hard it takes a tooth out. He no, he punches him, right? and ba- what happens is, like you know, the guy says some shit like Koichi owes him five hundred, like five hundred thousand yen. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okuyasu gets pissed off and punches him, and this guy does this like ballet dance mm-hmm. into the curb. Where he falls, yep. and la- and that's what knocks out his tooth. Okay. And Oku, like he's just like sitting there, just sobbing, like blood. The tooth is missing, and Okuyasu, like, is so thrown off by all of this damage that he's done with one punch that he's like, "Hey, hey, man, sorry." And that's when Okuyasu gets the lock. On him, too, mm-hmm. because now he feels guilty for knocking out this dude's tooth. Yes. Okay. 
Um, um, there's a quick remark in there about how the guy can't afford insurance. And it's like, it doesn't, don't you have socialized medicine? Guys, you just stole 70 bucks. Go get it fixed. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 90s. And that, I guess. Um, um, Josuke, solving the crime scene with the power of observation and investigation, picks up the kitten bag yep. and takes out a stuffed kitten um, with fake blood. Yes. <laughs> My poor boy, Koichi. <laughs> That's a real theme over these. It's a real theme over these five episodes. I know. I feel so bad for him, but I'm so (laughs) glad he's established as a character that I like. Yes. Um. Um, But yeah, he. So, in addition to (laughs) pulling out the cat out of the bag, literally, um, he goes over and fixes the the tooth, the guy's missing tooth. At which point, both of Koichi's and Okuyasu's locks go away because now their guilt has been... Oh, like nothing is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the issue Um, has been resolved, so now they don't feel guilty anymore. Right. Um, And at this point, the guy gives gives Koichi back his wallet, and Okuyasu's like, get the fuck out of here before we kick your ass again. Mm -hmm. The guy books it, (laughs) and honestly, a legitimately really good... (laughs) cool con that he did of he ripped the corners off of all the bill like the bills that he took from Koichi and put them back in the wallet while keeping the actual bills so he had enough to go to the bank and exchange it for a full note well like it was just the corners so just enough for them to think yeah like just a little triangle off the top just so yeah. much that they would see it and think the money's in there, but by the time they checked, he was already long gone. Yes. Um, um, so they all go home. <laughs> yeah, they're looking around for him, but they don't find him. Um, um, Koichi has a big old dog best, named Police. The only good cop. Is I wonder... I didn't <laughs> listen to... I didn't listen to the uh, actual name. I wonder if it's another like reference. I think it might be the police. Like I'm, I'm gonna be completely probably honest just with you. yeah. <laughs> because what they don't I... actually say the dog's name, so we can't discern from the subs whether or not they changed it. <laughs> I know it does just say police on his like dog bowl. Well, no, he says the name police at some point. I think it's in it's in a later episode. Okay. But um, I didn't listen to it there either. He's got a puppy baby. He's got a big boy. I love him. Just um, sleeping. Then, yeah. He gets home. Yes. And the stand user's gonna fuck his mom. Yeah. The con artist is already <laughs> at his house. Rubbing his, his mom mother- a shoulder rub. Yup. Koichi loses his mind because i would too yes um, uh he starts talking about like how uh koichi and he ran into he and koichi ran into each other today or no koichi ran into him okay yeah because and um obviously it all has to be koichi's fault right and then the bit that ensues is just um that john mulaney bit where 
any trust any adult is trusted over a child again it was the 90s yes <laughs> children didn't have rights yes <laughs> um so the stand user says that he, his wallet looks just like koichi's and um to prove it he says that there's a receipt for this much in the pocket and yeah and they they accidentally swapped in it they yeah. accidentally swapped wallets yeah um, um, and he says it had it had the 50 500,000 yen and the receipt so koichi pulls the wallet out of his pocket and he looks for the receipt and he finds it but the money isn't there so his mom starts or, so his mom gets to thinking that koichi stole the money well she didn't really even get to thinking the guy really kind of well, plants which, the which idea which lets the guy say like oh you raised such a bad son doesn't that don't make you feel yeah don't you feel, feel, yeah, don't you feel bad yeah. At which um, point she does, and she gets the lock. Um, yes. And now this guy has a hostage, more or less. And basically he says he's going to take everything from that, like the house, you know, the deed to the mm -hmm. house, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At which point, Koichi just legit goes Super Saiyan? Yeah. Yeah, like his does. hair just stands up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm glad I wasn't the only one thinking that. The his stand Big Egg. Uh, Big Egg. Yeah, that's his stand name right now until we actually <laughs> see what it is. Just starts spinning above him. Mm -hmm. And it hatches, as eggs do. Yes. Into Reaver. Or Hierophant Green 2. Except cooler. Yeah, it's it's so cool. <laughs> it's like a weird bird snake thing. Yeah. Kind of like kind of like Avdol's but green and it has a big Not tail. at all like Avdol's. <laughs> I guess all I can really compare Avdol is the beak. <laughs> After yeah. that, you kind of lose all of it, it. It is kind of like Hierophant Green, but it has um, Magician Red's beak, kind of. Sure, or, it's a, it's a bird it snake is. thing. Reverb. Yes. Um, also, there's a passing comment in here about like Koichi's sister, who has also had a lock of guilt. Oh yeah, she also um, just kind of randomly shows up because earlier she had spilled tea on him, and he made it seem weird. like he got burned real bad. Yeah. Just because, uh, I don't know, I guess they needed to up the stakes even more. Yeah, Koichi needed a defining moment. Um, well, they, they already yeah, had Koichi, the mom. I don't know why the sister was there, but it doesn't matter. High stakes. Sure. Because the stakes of saving <laughs> Josuke weren't high enough. <laughs> you mean his mom? No, Josuke. In the, in the house when he first got the stand. Oh, right, right. With, um, worse company. <laughs> um, well, the whole, and as we'll see later, the axe thing of Reverb is just him growing in, like, confidence and mental fortitude. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the transition from Big Egg to Reverb was. Um, yeah. But yeah, now that Reverb is out, he threatens the guy punches mm -hmm. him just a real nasty sounding punch yeah. but it does no damage 
Right. And he, yeah, the guy's just kind of like, your, your stand is weak as shit. Like, I'm just going to kill you now. And he pulls out a, is it here that he pulls out the knife? No. Okay, that's later. But yet now he goes after Koichi and he's just going to beat the crap out of him, the person. Mm-hmm. At which point we see the word crack written on the guy's cheek. Yeah. In, what's the term? Like manga characters. Yeah. In characters written on his cheek. Yeah. And basically reverb is a sound stand. So it when it punched the guy, it wrote the sound that the punch made on his cheek, and now that sound reverberates through the guy's whole body, basically. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> yes. Um and Koichi punches him a few more times. Now he's got like a bunch of different like hit sounds going through him. He can barely like stand. I don't know if it's painful, but it seems like a really bad time. I think it is painful. It probably or at least is. like the, the effect of the sound waves is what's causing the pain and not the sound itself. Yeah. I think it's just, he's being overloaded with like sound. Mm-hmm. Um, which yeah, at this point, the guy pulls out his ultimate weapon of he just takes knife. out a knife from he, he, he not takes out a knife. He crawls over to the China cabinet and grabs a knife. Yes. He stabs himself in like the um, chest with a very shallow wound. Yeah. And Koichi then just kind pulls of pulls it like, out. Toss. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we know. Yeah. He does toss it to Koichi. He literally says then... toss. <laughs> Koichi catches then, it. He starts wailing. And yes. the mother and sister who Koichi earlier had pushed out of the room come back in. And mm-hmm. they see Koichi holding the knife and this guy stabbed and writhing on the ground in pain. Mm-hmm. And both of their locks grow way bigger. Yep. Um, and it's at this point that we see that Koichi, or this lock ability, once the like weight of the guilt gets too big, it causes the person afflicted by it to try and kill themselves. Yeah. Just because they can't stand the weight of the guilt, the literal weight of the guilt anymore. Mm-hmm. And so Koichi's mother tries to grab a knife and stab herself with it. Yeah. Which at this point is going back to your John Mulaney reference. <laughs> the point that every kid wishes they could do yep. of Koichi literally just not writes, but like throws the words like believe in me mm-hmm. at his mother and they hit her. And so basically like Koichi saying, believe in me reverberate throughout her whole body and it kind of snaps her out of it. She's like, no, my child's a good, good boy. He would never rob and stab people. Yeah. And her lock goes away. Yeah. And then the sister's lock goes away too. No. Well, he, because she, Oh yeah. Now that she's free, Koichi's just like, 
I'm going to fuck you up now. Like yep. you've lost your leverage. Undo my sister. He's like, already done. Already done. You want your money back? Here's your money back. Like, please don't yeah. kill me. It's just, it was just a joke. And then Koichi. Yes. He literally he, does say it's just a joke. Yeah. And then Koichi, um, is basically like, I'm going to make you pay for like our house. Like I'm going to do all the things that basically you said you were going to do to us. Take well, house, he basically take just me, says like, he, he basically just says like, you know, please I'll do whatever you want. I'll be like your servant. I'll do whatever. Just yeah. don't like fuck me up. And Koichi getting the revenge says, all right, I need you to get me 500 grand by morning yep. in like a very intimidating way. And, and he's then- just like, I'm just joking. And he's like, I don't think you're joking. I am so glad he's a good guy because he would be too powerful as a villain. Yes. He was going to let it get to his head. <laughs> um, um, and then the episode ends with the guy holding Koichi's bag. Yeah, and, like, like he's actually just servant. like his servant now, just holding his bag, following Koichi around. And Jotaro, not Jotaro, Josuke, just like... When did what? What's going on? Wait, what happened? <laughs> and I like the line from Okuyasu. Like J- Josuke just turns and it's like, "When did all this happen? Like, what did we miss?" And Okuyasu just goes, "Hey, don't ask me. I'm not smart. Remember?" <laughs> <laughs> ten out of ten, real dumbass hours. I love him. <laughs> oh, he's so Okuyasu good. So much. <sighs> um. So yeah, and then we get into yeah. episode seven. Toshikazu Hazamada. Show off. Yes. So episode seven starts off. With a personal lobotomy. With a real creepy dude. <laughs> and a personal lobotomy. Um, yeah, it's just this real weird looking guy. Reading some. What, what was he reading? Like, I feel like. I don't just, know. There's this dude in his room, and he stabs his eye out. Just staring at some Then we ladies. get the intro. Yeah, he stabs himself in the eye, and we just get, oh, <laughs> as the reaction. Yeah. Um, and then intro. And yes. then also, it gets... Also, I don't know if you noticed, but Reverb's in the intro now. He is! Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was hoping that, like, something would be there on Koichi's little pose frames. Because I knew he was going to have a stand. I was just wondering if it was going to be the egg or not. <laughs> that would be such a good stand, though. Yeah. Egg. Just chuck, an, just chuck a big egg. Oh, God. <laughs> if we start a metal band called Chuck a Big Egg, do you think that it would be in JoJo's eventually? Probably. Probably. Okay. No, that's a retirement goal. Anyway, Josuke and Koichi are talking about the fact that there are more stand users in Morio. Of course there are. Yeah, they're talking with... plus more episodes left. They're talking with (laughs) shitty con artist guy. (laughs) Yeah. Alumni. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he is an alumni of the high school. Yeah. So he's like 20, hanging around with 14-year-olds. Gross. (laughs) Yeah, because they're first years. Yeah, he got a job as a loan shark. Yep. <laughs> and um This guy sucks. He sucks. <laughs> Just Shit. every single line. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and that's completely ignoring the thing he said about Koichi's sister being, quote, ripe for the picking. Ew. Oh, I didn't even catch that part. Yeah, <gasps> nasty. Um, um, but yeah, he... They go to look into this guy, Hazamata, because con artist guy knows he's a stand user. Mm-hmm. Um, he runs off... Or con artist guy runs off because he didn't want to fuck around with anybody. Yeah. Um. So they go in. They're looking for him, but Hazamata notices them looking for him. Mm-hmm. And we cut to Josuke looking, busting open this guy's locker. For a second, I was like, "Why is Josuke being so like?" rough like just ripping the door off the locker and then i remembered oh he'll just put it all back <laughs> like yeah he can just use his stand <laughs> to do that um yeah but yeah he's just like ripping stuff out of this dude's locker and this is a big locker it's massive you can fit a whole person in there comfortably literally accessories <laughs> like this guy's got stacks of manga in his locker yeah. and a human-sized wooden doll Artist doll, yeah. Artist doll, yeah. Articulated, articulated model, I think is what. Yes. Does um, not matter. Does not, because Josuke is like, oh shit, a stand. Oh wait, no, it's not a stand. It's just a doll. He's weird. So he touches it, then it turns into him. Oh shit, it's a stand. Yes. It's Josuke. Um. Yeah. So basically, now the doll is Josuke, and as we see, it can control actual Josuke's movements when it's within so it's not the puppet as Hazamata says it's the puppet master yeah so long as is it within like line of sight or I don't think they ever specify it but they don't specify the range but it does need to be close it needs to be within some kind of certain distance for it to take effect but which is just outside of um crazy diamonds range well yeah it can it can work outside of his range so hazamata knows to stay just outside of that range and he'll be safe from Mm -hmm. crazy diamond yes and first thing he does is he swings josuke's arm backwards and just murders koichi pretty much like it's a real nasty hit to the neck. Yeah. Like we see it in like slow motion. My boy. And Koichi gets knocked all the way back. Takes a door. Also, with like him. this is actual Josuke, so he just knocked this child back like ten feet and threw His a classmate. door. His friend. Yeah, but I'm talking about the fact that Josuke is a fucking monster. Yeah. He's a it's, roided he's a up Jojo. monster. Like, that wasn't a stand hit. I think that was just him. Well, we find out later. Anyway. But yes, the, no, he, uh, so the, next, he like, Koichi goes off? through the door. He's yeah. dead for all intents and purposes. Uh, <laughs> this guy think like, he reveals now that he, Josuke can't do anything against him, mm-hmm. that his plan is to beat up Jotaro and run him out of town. Mm-hmm. Good fucking luck. Honestly. <laughs> I wonder if that stand ability would work in stop time. Like, Probably do you think, 
Yeah, I could see that. Um, yeah. So, and basically, he. I mean, because makes... we can we can already tell that it doesn't. Well, not already, but we know that it doesn't affect stands. Yeah. Because well. They, yeah, he they doesn't little... copy Crazy Diamond. He just copies Josuke the person. Yes. Um. And so he takes a well, he makes Josuke take a pen, a pencil. Yes. And starts like shoving it into his cheekbone. Yes. Um. And saying how they're gonna run Jotaro out of town, whatever, whatever. They leave. Um, Jotaro is now under his own control. Yeah, like, Josuke gets Josuke. stabbed in the eye. You hear, like, the big squish sound from him getting stabbed. And yep. they walk off because Josuke falls over. I'm but... gonna keep calling Josuke Jojo. Okay, yeah, that works. Because I feel like I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna separate Jotaro and Josuke. Yeah. <laughs> so Jojo... Um, um, yeah, he's down and out. Yep. But as we see... On fake Josuke, mm-hmm. uh, the word squish was written on his head by Koichi, who, as we see, Josuke's got a little blood in his eye, or, like on his eyelid, but he's fine because in the moment that he punched Koichi, he used Shining Diamond to fix those fix his injuries. Bones. <laughs> Yes, to fix his injuries from the hit, giving yeah. Koichi enough of an ability to get over and write the sound of his eye getting taken out on mm. fake Josuke. Mm-hmm. At which point, Koichi's just like, hey, could you heal like my body from the impact of hitting the door now? Because you didn't yeah. fix that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he like, couldn't. It happened after he flew. Like, just all of the ribs. They're all broken. <laughs> yeah. You're a freak of nature. Just please. <laughs> um, so, Show Off and his standmaster are walking down the street trying to... Or they call... No. What are the, what's the chain of events here? This was, like, the least memorable episode to me out of yes, the bunch. Yes, Definitely. <laughs> not to say it's bad, but just like... No, it's not bad. Boy, these it's next just, three episodes are a lot. Yeah. So, Josuke and Koichi go find a payphone to call Jotaro. His yes. hotel room's phone is already in use. Yes, um, by fake Josuke. Yeah, copy copy Josuke has already called we should, him. We can just call him, him Show Off. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Show Off has already called Jotaro and told him to meet him by the train station. Um, and it's at this point that they start heading, everyone starts heading that way. <laughs> well, they're, they don't know that he's going there. They're just trying to catch up to where they think he went. Mm. And as Josuke and, or as Showoff and Hazamata are walking together down the streets, all of like the high school girls are just like, hi, Josuke. Yeah. Josuke, your hair looks good today. Hi, Josuke. Yeah. And, and and the guy is just like, why do people hate me? Why do they always talk to you? And it's like, bruh. He says he he <laughs> says specifically, what's the difference between you and me? And my it's next like, comment is just, you mean besides the height, 
hair, personality, attractiveness, and overall lack of shittiness? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, you look like that. You look like like the character that you draw. Yeah, you look like the character that you draw (laughs) when you need to come up with a stalker character. Literally. Um, And he says, everyone's got shitty personalities. Maybe if it's everybody, it's you. (laughs) Um, and he goes, he also says that he tried using show off to make a copy of a girl he's into. Did he? And do, and yeah. And he said he quote, it didn't get anywhere. Dude, boy, are you that's your stand as a fuck doll. No, he's not because apparently he can't even trying? get anywhere with his own stand. <laughs> are you trying? God, that's literally like being rejected by a blow-up doll. That's exactly what it is. Maybe that's, that's exactly why he's what it is. Anyway, that's the saddest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Actually, <laughs> um, so funny. <laughs> anyway, now that he's in an understandably bad mood, <laughs> um. He accidentally, like, touches this guy's bike and mm-hmm. messes it up a little bit. Yeah, he, like, and leaves this... fingerprints on it or something. Yeah, I don't know. This guy gets all pissed off and starts shouting at him. Even his friend's like, hey, dude, the fuck? Just leave it alone. Yeah, like, chill. And he's like, no, nah, no. Nah. He keeps insulting them. So Hazamata and Showoff head back. Show off holds him back, and Hazamata is just ready to fuck this dude up with a knife on Main Street. Like, yep. What? Let, uh, dude, all that anger's got to be contained somewhere. And it's, it's in the midday short. in the <laughs> middle of the street. What are you doing? This is a Wendy's drive-through, <laughs> <laughs> sir. You just passed like two dozen high school girls. Yep. You're standing in front of business. Anyway, um, (laughs) before this guy can fuck up the inside of this random extra's mouth, Mm -hmm. a shard of glass flies towards uh, Hazamata, which Showoff manages to catch before it hits Mm him. And it's Josuke and Koichi. They've caught up to him. And, you know, they're like, Ha, you idiot. Now that... I guess it is by sight, because he's like, now that I've seen you, like, you know, now that you're Mm. in range, I control your movements again. He's like, no, that's fine. I wasn't aiming for you with the glass. Mm -hmm. Which, the glass reforms into a bottle around Showoff's hand, which cuts off the doll, the, the hand, and turns it back into a wooden doll hand. Mm Mm-hmm. And it can't grow back because it's just a doll. Uh, like, that's yeah. taken on the image of Josuke. So now, Showoff is freaking out, being like, fuck, what do I do? Now Jotaro's gonna know I'm not the real Josuke. Hazamada's just like, it's fine, put it in your pocket. He won't notice before it's too late. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do that. They run off. Um, and Koichi points out, well, now they know that they're heading towards the train station. Mm. 
and Koichi points out that they are that Hazamata and Showoff are on the fastest route to the train station from where they are. And Josuke is like, doesn't matter. I got you. Let's go. Yeah, I was like, uh, does Reverb have some hidden powers about like flight or <laughs> <laughs> like are we gonna is it gonna get cooler? But well, yes, but that's for a later time. Um, yeah. Um. But. Uh, so next, it's no. This was earlier. Um, yeah. The where they Lone Shark dude gets beat up. Yeah. <laughs> Lone Shark Dude runs into Hasamata and Show Off, and Show Off just brains him in the head with a brick. Yep. And he's just lying there, twitching on the ground. Yeah. Which, like, damn, but also good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um so, yeah. Hasamata and Show Off are running towards the train station, mm-hmm. and they hear the like signal coming that a train's coming so they go they like up. take the footbridge over yeah they go the up and around over the footbridge cuz they're like these idiots are going to be delayed by like several minutes they're never going to catch up but as they're halfway across the train bridge there's no train mm-hmm. it was koichi's reverb uh mimicking the sound of the train signal. The train. So yeah. now Koichi Incredible. and Josuke just kind of run straight by uh, mm-hmm. on the path that Hazamata and them would have taken and are the first ones to reach Jotaro. Yeah. So now uh, they've caught up. They've explained what's going on. Jotaro knows there's a copy of Josuke out there mm-hmm. and that they need to be on the lookout. And it's at this point that, well, we see quickly Josuke takes a pen out of Jotaro's pocket. And he's like, yeah, why did I do that? And it's at this yep. point we realize uh, Show Off is in a building, like right looking at Josuke through the window. We also learn that Jotaro doesn't give a single shit about personal space, no. invading it or being invaded. <laughs> yes. I mean, have you seen how much beef he's got? He can't keep track of it all. He's in everybody's space all the time. Also, um, let's be let's be honest. Nobody's Jotaro's not in anybody's space. You just choose to be in Jotaro's space. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so, so show off is behind a glass shop window acting as Josuke's reflection. Yes. Um getting ready to stab Jotaro with the pen. So and nobody else me, notices that Show Off is there and Josuke right. can't speak because Show Off has shut his mouth. Yep. Like real Josuke's Jotaro, mouth. Yeah. Jotaro does not need this trouble with pens. He's already been stabbed once in the face. Yes. <laughs> But, really? Um, just once? Yeah, only once with a pen. Okay. I mean, if we're getting that specific, then sure. Yeah, just enough <laughs> trouble with pens. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, And Josuke is about to stab him until biker justice. <laughs> yes. 
the two dudes from earlier that Hazamata was going to fuck up on Main Street show up and just tackle this small, shitty child. Yep. And because, as we found out, that before running over, Josuke healed their wounds and told them where he was going to be. Yes. So they found Hazamata, and now they beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, Show-off just reverts back to a doll, and Mm -hmm. they're fine. Yeah. Josuke gets to beat up um, Show-off. The doll. Oh, yeah. He destroys the doll, and... We find we get a final image of <laughs> red hot chili peppers. Well, first oh, is uh, I have written here Tamami. I'm guessing that's his name. Yeah. Which okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find out right as he gets put in the hospital, probably indefinitely. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> and then yeah, we end this episode with an image of red hot chili pepper, the electricity stand. Yeah. Uh, just being like. Ah, shit. Sucks to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. Because Red Hot Chili Pepper is also a student, correct? I think so. Yeah, we discovered this um, last in the last batch where when Chili Peppers called Jotaro at the hotel and was like, are you a student? And it's like, like aren't you no. in school? And he's like, uh, I gotta go. <laughs> so, no, yeah. definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, and now we're in episode eight. Yukiko Yamagishi falls in love, part one. Yes, we've gotten a brief <laughs> image of Yukiko in the previous episode. I mean, nothing really mm-hmm. came of it, but yes, this starts off with, we get the knowledge. Did we already know this already? I forget, because it's repeated somewhat often, of stand users are kind of like destined to meet each other like collide with each other we got it right at the end of last episode okay but yeah like have we have we heard it before this yeah yep okay yeah like stand users are always kind of destined to find one another to fight one another whatever you want to call it um and we see that here because josuke and okuyasu are taking a walk and they see koichi in a nice little restaurant and they're like oh shit what's koichi doing here by himself yes except he's not here by himself he's on a date okuyasu is losing his fucking mind (laughs) so am i (laughs) i mean like especially like well first of all okuyasu waddles when he walks which i think is very funny (laughs) yeah he kind of like because he's got like hands in pockets and he kind of like waddles the whole time it's really good um but yeah like so i would also be very thrown off if a girl from my class was dating or like on a date with so is koichi no they're just in different classes but same year right no they're all in the same class are they yeah because i thought okuyasu references like oh she's from my class or something i don't remember but yeah, basically just like, especially in the oh, later maybe. episode where we see shirtless Okuyasu and holy shit. <laughs> maybe. But we'll get there. Um, yeah. Okay, and, I think I think Josuke and Koichi are in the same class. Yes. And then 
Okuyasu and the girl are in this are in the he same just class transferred also. to the same school, right? Yeah, so they're yeah. all in the same year. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, that must be. Yeah, that must yeah. be. It. So we get a remixed intro at this point. Still crazy, yeah, noisy, bizarre EDM town. Remix. But yeah, now it's the EDM remix, and I genuinely did not remember. It whips so hard. I still kind of like the original better, but yeah, it still whips so hard. Yeah. Um. Um. So we get back into the episode, and Okuyasu and Josuke are <laughs> like pretty much sitting behind a tree, <laughs> listening in on Koichi's date. <laughs> they're just full on spying on. <laughs> Do not spy on your boy. Can you can you help me remember why I wrote Oh, okay. Nope. I remembered it now. Oh, Koichi okay. Koichi calls police dumb. The dog, not the concept. Oh, the do- <laughs> Although I would expect him to call the concept dumb also. He just seems like that kind of that kind of punk. No, that's definitely like Josuke or Okuyasu. Didn't Josuke have, like, a grandfather who was a cop? Yeah, one who put a gun to his head right before he died. You know what? Also, he's <laughs> from... He's a Joestar. Like, he's a Joestar, technically. Yeah. They, like, their whole family is fuck cops. And by that, I mean Joseph punched a cop once. Like, two and seasons it, ago. You know, family ties all over this anime. Jo- um, no, Jotaro also said fuck cops a lot. That's right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's it's in the blood. Yes. Um, anyway. But yeah, um, so, so this stand user is on a date with Koichi. <laughs> yes, um, she is a stand user. <laughs> the date is actually super cute, like as a unit on its own. <laughs> this date starts off super cute. It does. And then I also took the time to analyze... Um, fact that Okuyasu would not realize he was dating anybody until six months in. Yes. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I love him so much. Yes. What a dumbass. Biggest fucking dumbass. Um, but yeah, so how, did you think that this date would go this south this quickly? I mean, I could kind of tell because she was it's, very into it. And then Koichi was like, uh, well... And then she just freaked out, and I was like, oh, yeah, duh, stand user, it makes sense. Yeah, so this is going, like, it's, I mean, at a, some it's a point cute also, date. She, yeah. like, Koichi does not know how to react because female, well, like, yeah. Uh, especially not anyone like, uh... Yukako. Yukako. And she confesses that she loves him, mm-hmm. which he's just like, what? Yeah, like, uh, I don't know how to react. Okuyasu is legitimately cro- like sobbing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Except he's sobbing because Koichi got a date and someone to say I love you before he did. <laughs> also, <laughs> Okuyasu is like the homeschool kid that came in halfway through the year. Yeah. Koichi, like, had friends from middle school. <laughs> Probably. 
Exactly. I, did he though? He kind of seems like he'd be like the the wallflower kind of character of like I mean, he at least would have had acquaintances. Let's put it that way. <laughs> like he at least would have known people. Yeah, he would people would know who he is. Yes, exactly. People do not know who he is. No, Okuyasu nobody knows is. who the fuck Okuyasu is. He showed up and he's got an X across his face. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a full adult man who just got out of prison. He's probably just talking about his dead bro half the time anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this date goes super south. Yeah, so she's like, do you hate me, Koichi? And he's like, what? No. He's like, so you love yeah, like, me then? I don't want to hate you. It's like, but I don't love you either. So it's like, and so you love out. me then? Yeah. So it's like he can't say that he loves her because he who the fuck would of a person you met five minutes ago? Literally. Koichi's no um. sin. <laughs> can that can that please be our title? Koichi's no simp, absolutely. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um. <laughs> Didn't expect you to say it. That's a joke I would make. Oh my god. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so she, she goes she, ballistic. Yes. Because because Koichi doesn't want to say he loves he someone he met five minutes ago. Yeah, I just have written here, just like, oh, Koichi, this is big red flags. Koichi, run. This is so Koichi, dry. run right now. Koichi, oh just get God. up from the table and run. <laughs> yup. But um, he doesn't. He does not. It's pretty hard for him to do so, actually, because, like, anyway. Well, yeah, uh, but, yeah, so she, like, she... knocks over the coffee and blames him for it and everything. And runs away. Yeah, she, she comes back to her senses, relatively speaking, um, yeah. and runs off embarrassed. Um, and then like, takes a sip of his drink. Yes. There's hair in it. <laughs> yes, there is a lot of hair. Not when just, like, you, a couple strands, just, like... No, it's just, like, full-on... Somebody just, like, <gasps> ripped out a handful and put it in the cola. Disgusting. Which, as we'll find out later, oh is Yukiko's stand. Yeah. It's her hair. She has very um, long hair. Yes. Um, very long, very powerful hair. Yes. Um, so, so the next day, I think? Well, also, Okuyasu is just like, I feel like a weight's been lifted. <laughs> The weight of jealousy. Yeah, like, like, I, yeah. Basically, he's just done a complete one eighty after seeing what a fucking psychopath like, Yukiko yeah. is. Um, and Josuke just gives like one nod of agreement. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the next day, Koichi's cleaning the science lab. Um, and he's about to take out the trash. Yukiko comes. Is this in like a like, thing? In schools that you have, Cleaning like... the lab? Well, like... Because you have, like, these duties. Well, yeah, I had them. Yeah? Yeah. Is this, like, a private school thing, or, like... It might be. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's, like, all private schools, but I definitely remember doing them. Okay. Like, we had to go around and clean whiteboards and stuff and take out the trash and recycling. I, mean, I went to a public school. I don't think they cleaned anything. <laughs> um 
But yeah, I think it was if you weren't assigned a club's block, you had to do like community service, basically. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, he's cleaning up the science lab. Yeah. And um, he's about to take out the trash. Yukiko comes in and is like, I'm "Sorry about how I acted yesterday. Like, you still like me, right? Like, you don't hate me." And he's like, "No. Like, why would I?" Yeah. Like, can we just forget about this and like? Yeah. Can we just be friends? Yeah. And she's like, oh my gosh, like, yes, we can just be friends. I made you this sweater and I made bento lunches for us. I literally couldn't sleep last night thinking about what would happen if, like, you hated me. So, like, so I knitted you the sweater. It's a perfect, like, I knew exactly what your chest and arm, like, like, your legs would be, but I didn't know if it would fit the shoulders and I cooked this whole lunch for us. Like, again, Koichi, run. Um, And then, conveniently, Yukiko is about to feed him. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like if i eat this it's like saying yes <laughs> <laughs> conveniently someone comes in and is like hey you were supposed to take out this trash yeah the person in charge of, of like, chores club t- yeah chores club or whatever you want to call it um and he's like oh thank god yes i will get on it right away he takes out the trash well she and- he he tries to get it all but there's too much so she's like here and he's three give feet me tall. yeah he's also <laughs> three feet tall so she's like here give me half of it like because it needs to be done so just give me half right. and yukiko gets very jealous yeah um, of she another corners this girl outside in like an alley of the school and is like what are you doing with Koichi? <laughs> you homewrecker. It's, like, it's like, I helped him take out the trash. I literally have never had feelings for him. <laughs> and she's like, she's yeah, literally right. just like, so, Koichi? Really? Yeah, like, like, okay, weird. Um, so Yukiko sends some strands of hair into this other girl's hair. Yeah, she like embeds them in her hair. Like, um, uh, in her and, scalp, yeah, <laughs> and, which then pulls her back towards. Well, like, yeah, a fire. Yukiko leaves. Yeah, Yukiko leaves, and she's like, "That was weird." Okay, she's out. Like they're burning the trash in like a little fire pit or furnace, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of is like, "I smell like something smells yeah, like fire." Burning. Yeah, it's like. I feel hot all of a sudden, like really hot. And what I assume is just like the hair like grew out or something, like grabbed the fire because she wasn't pulled towards it. Like it just kind of like reached out, like extended itself maybe Mm -hmm. and caught itself on fire to catch her on fire. Yes. And once Um. she realizes her hair is on fire, she goes towards a nearby bucket of water but the hair, like Yukiko's hair in it her hair, blindfolds her. Blindfolds her. She tries she to trips. scream. Yeah, she trips. She tries to scream, and it grabs. But it like holds her tongue. It like grabs her tongue. It doesn't like yeah. gag her. It literally just like grabs her tongue. Yes. So um, it looks like she's just about to burn to death. Yep. In the school, like gym, like playground area whatever the fuck you want to call it yeah pretty much and, and then um okuyasu swoops in to <laughs> destroy all of the hairs that are on fire with the hand 
I really hate that his stand is named The Hand. Like, that's the name of it. Because yeah. now it's just like, you used your The Hand. <laughs> it's it's a little clunky. It's very clunky. It. But yeah, um, Okuyasu disintegrates all the fire and most of her hair. Yep. She's got just a massive bald spot. And Josuke's like, what do you... I, I can't bring it back if you deleted it. <laughs> And he's just like, I mean, he's got a good point because Okuyasu just goes like, what does she want? I saved her life. He's right. He is correct for once. Yes. <laughs> um, and so the next scene is the three boys. They're yeah. out by the pool. Yes, because they, they saw what went down and they're like, okay, Yukiko has a, is a stand user. Mm-hmm. They don't think she's going to like, they don't know whether or not she's on their side or not, but I think they're just relatively confident at this point that yeah. she's not going to kill Koichi. Right. And so they're like, but we need to get her disinterested in you so she'll leave you alone. Yes. And, and they're like, she had mentioned earlier that one of the main reasons she was interested in Koichi is because he seems like the kind of person who has a future. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got, like, you know, he might not be... He's got be... something that she can't, like, quantify, but yeah. is drawing her to him. There's a certain, like, shine that she sees in him that know, that allows her to know that she'll, he'll have a bright future. Yeah. So, they're like, okay, how do we get rid of that? It's either bad hygiene, you're a deadbeat, or you can't be helped. <laughs> they're just <laughs> coming Okuyasu up with ideas. It's just... Okuyasu is so excited about the bad hygiene. Idea. Well, no, no, no. They're just like... Okay, so we need to we need to make her like we need to convince her that you have no future. How do we mm-hmm. do that? We need to convince her that you're either like a deadbeat or you're a mama's boy. And Koichi, yeah, okay, well, Koichi, Koichi smartly is just like, no, I don't want to be a mama's boy. She might go after my family. Right. Which fair. So they're like, all right, yes, bad hygiene it is. And they're just listing off like it's like okay first thing no baths no baths don't change your socks no more brushing your teeth quarantine 2020 like they're just going back like Okiyasu and Josuke are just going back and forth just talking about all the ways he can make himself into a smelly piece of shit support your homies in love and in losing it yes Uh, Koichi is just shaking because of how innocent he is. Yeah. My boy. Um. Um, so they, I'm sorry. Wait, 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 there's, oh. there's another really good line. Uh, Josuke, I forget what Josuke says, but Okuyasu just goes, you're so smart, Josuke. To which Josuke replies, thanks, but hearing that from you doesn't make me feel any better. These fucking idiots. (laughs) They're really like high school boys. Yes. It's so much fun. Like, this is the stuff that I was talking about when I was saying, like, I love their personality. Yes. Yes. (laughs) 
I do still love Jotaro because I love a hard ass, but also like the dynamic between the three of these dumb ass high school boys is it's, great. It's so good. <laughs> um, so uh. Okuyasu and Josuke, they decide, well, everyone decides on the idea of we should make it seem like Koichi's just like a bad boy, deadbeat, can't be yes. saved. Yeah, like a loner. Uh, and what they... if she likes deadbeats? Well, she thinks she can fix him. Well, they drop some rumors um, in her earshot vicinity. It's like, funny you should mention that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they, like, yeah, so they, 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 they start sure off with she knows, after school. Like, oh, he, he shoplifted. Yeah, they're, they're just like literally. <laughs> like punch the dog. They wait for her to. <laughs> they wait for her to like pass by and they're just like gossiping with each other. It's like, did you hear Koichi cheated on his test? Like. Mm-hmm. I also heard that he doesn't respect women. Yeah. It's like, I'm, de- I'm definitely unfriending Koichi right away. <laughs> Just like yeah. very shitty. And she obviously overhears all of this because that's their intention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and She just like, she processes the information and leaves. Yeah, like no reaction on her face. Just she hears it all and walks away. Um, so, and then she kidnaps Koichi. Yeah, Koichi's at his house at night, and it's just like, he failed a test because he's so, like... Anxious. Anxious about this whole thing. Yeah. Uh, he, like, he can't sleep, and then, yeah, she shows up outside his window at night and kidnaps him with her hair stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this plan backfired immediately and real bad. Yeah. She takes him to a secluded villa on, like, the outskirts of the town. First of all, how big is this town? <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, you're quiet. You're quiet, like, coastal little 600-mile-long town, apparently. I guess. And then, second of all, she decides to take it on herself to make sure that Koichi learns English by trial by fire, basically. She's trial like, okay, by I'm gonna bad cook food. Her. Trial by bad food at first. She's like, it, okay, I'm going to cook for you, but you have to get the answers right in order to get the food. If you get the answers wrong, you, well, you, you have basically to eat it's, whatever you have is to eat there. Whatever is inside, and the right answer has the, food. the good food. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, there's food in at least some of the, like most of them. Anyway, it's, uh, it's this, like, bizarre torture chamber of learn English or you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, basically, after hearing that Koichi's just a deadbeat, she's like, I still see a lot of potential in you, so... I can fix it. <laughs> I can, yeah, like, I'm going to fix you. You will not be able to, like, I will, like, drag you into being the man that you are going to be. <laughs> and you will like what does she say basically like you won't know how to like live without me basically yeah something like that yeah uh so yeah and yes it is it is in this episode still where we see he does the test he mm-hmm. gets he gets the first answer right mm-hmm. and he gets to eat is this yeah this one's the egg yeah, he gets hard-boiled eggs. He gets a hard-boiled egg. The second and, question. 
Well, she shows that if he had gotten it wrong, the alternatives were an, an eraser, eraser or so or a bar of soap. Yep. And he's just like, all right, yep, nope, she is legit going to make me eat. She is legit going to make me eat whatever I get, so I need to answer these correctly. And then yep. she does a second one. And Koichi has no idea. So he goes to guess. She makes an angry face. And then he changes his answer. And she, you know, makes like a happier face. Mm -hmm. So he gets it right. But then she is on to that. And she's like, you're just reacting, like reacting to my facial expressions, right? Yep. And he's like, ah, fuck. So she makes him eat all, all three items. Which were, uh, like, words. Like asparagus wrapped in dictionary pages. Yeah. Asparagus wrapped. Word soup. Word soup of literally, like, words from a page ripped mm -hmm. and put in the soup. And then he has to finish those before he can eat, like, actual breakfast. Yes. Or before he will, before she will ever bring, like, another thing of food, he has to eat both of those. Yeah. And Koichi's finally, an, epi an entire episode too late, is like, fuck this, I'm leaving, I'm running. Mm -hmm. Which he tries to run, and his hair just shoots up into the ceiling. Because naturally, while he was unconscious, she embedded a few hundred of her hair in Koichi's head. Yep. So he can't go anywhere. And she mentions that they're in like the president's summer home. Mm -hmm. So he no won't be around until summer. So there, then yeah. nobody knows he's there. So he's stuck for months. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the end of episode eight. Eight. Yes. Which leads us into part two. <laughs> Which it is opens. Just, it, oh, no God. better. Like, no better for Koichi. At first, no. Of she locked the door to the bathroom with the year that Columbus discovered America. Yeah. But yeah, Koichi just poops himself because he doesn't know. Yep. <laughs> uh, so um, she. Josuke and what's his face? Okuyasu uh, make a call to his parents. His parents are aware that he's missing, but and they like haven't gone to the police yet. This goes yes. to the police. It's 100% a cold case. <laughs> <laughs> we, gonna, um, I mean, what are you going to tell them? Yeah, lady abducted a kid with, his, with her hair. Yeah, a high school student abducted another high school student. They're in the same class. <laughs> like, uh, what, is that, what is that to go off of? You know, they probably didn't leave town. <laughs> yeah, but, uh... <laughs> So they they realized they need to look for Koichi and now because he could die. Yes. At any moment based on how and, she's um, feeling. Yeah, and we see that she's created some interesting um methods to make sure that Koichi learns. <laughs> interesting. A literal electric chair. Yes. She's like, "Oh, I've been working on this. It'll be ready by dinner." Haha. -ha. Yeah. But yeah, they have like a they have a moment. They they kind of have a moment almost of like 
Koichi gets real fucking depressed because he's like, you must think that, like, I feel like a real piece of shit. You're, like, you're cleaning my underwear. Like, you must hate me now. And she's like, no, no. Like, just nothing that Koichi can say will, like, crack her delusion. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and she says that she's going to get olive oil to make dinner. Yes. Koichi realizes that she's not going to leave. And all the phone lines are cut. Like she's not going to so go to a store. Right. And so there's got to be a payphone somewhere. Yeah, because she's going to like order it to there. Yes. Um, I didn't know Instacart existed in 1999. <laughs> apparently. But uh, um, she, so Koichi, his stand's range is about 50 meters. Mm-hmm. So he shoots up into the air, and she also doesn't know that Koichi is a stand user. Yes. He shoots up into the air with his stand, sees where the payphone is, and then heads over to it, but realizes he doesn't have any 10 yen coins. Mm-hmm. So he's like, fuck, nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I could she try calling. Well, he's like... <laughs> He he thinks about calling uh, the police, but he's just like, she'll definitely just kill them when they show up, so mm-hmm. that's a bad idea. Yeah. So eventually, what winds up happening is she comes up to the window. Yes. Or to the phone booth, or like, puts in the 10 yen coin, and then is this how phones work? Yes, they did this in Hackers. Really? Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah, but yeah, that's so, how you like. That's how you were able to like scam payphones out of like you don't have to you don't have to pay for them really. Is huh. um there were like certain different tones that you could play in the receiver that would like program the phone a certain way. That is one hundred percent legit. Wild, but yeah. So basically, <laughs> Koichi uses reverb to put on the phone the noise of. Josuke's number. Yes. And Josuke picks up. He's like, oh shit, is this Koichi? Because she's not saying anything. He's like, wait, I hear the sound of waves. Mm-hmm. Which, how? Okay, sure. Um, hey, you're by the ocean. They're pretty loud. They're not that close to the ocean. And she's in a closed phone booth. Uh-huh. I'm not going to question it, but I mean, they got they got one obscure thing right, so... Yeah, I mean, I'll leave him alone. I didn't really take any notes on like the Koichi learning that there's a phone booth down the street to like her making the phone call because I was like, oh, oh. I was so tense, and then I was like, oh, they did that in Hackers, <laughs> the epitome of 1990s movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now she realizes, like, now Josuke knows roughly where Koichi is. He's along mm-hmm. the coast near a payphone. Mm-hmm. And Yukiko knows Koichi's a stand user because she saw his stand. Yep. And so now Koichi is just planning, like, he just needs to survive until they get there. Mm. Which uh, could take 15 to 20 minutes. Yes. He, he estimated it's about 15 to 20 minutes by car. Mm-hmm. So he barricades the door. She is 
coming up to the house and Koichi was it at this point no what oh yeah he electrocuted the doorknob he home alones her yep yeah he uses like the power outlet to electrify the doorknob and shock her he's really just mm-hmm. pissing her off at this point yeah um and she's getting very upset naturally yep. Um, so what Koichi does then is he uses reverb to say, I don't hate you. I do hate... No, he, he says, or I, I do hate, hate you. you. I yeah. do hate you. Yes. Sorry. I, Which... Yeah, she doesn't so want to hear it. She literally can ignore it based... Like, just because she is so insane. Mm-hmm. She can literally um, just ignore Koichi's voice saying, I hate you. Throughout yes. her entire body. Um, and then Reverb decides that it's the perfect time to take a little nap. Yes. Reverb just kind of curls up in a ball. Yeah. Koichi thinks he died. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, it's just in a cocoon. Well, they kind of, you know, it's kind of a thing of like, oh, is his resolve shaken by the fact that... Uh, that he couldn't, like... That, like, his stand... Like his ability had no effect on her, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So it it just goes into a cocoon and it evolves into Reverb Act Two. Yes. Um, it's a small piccolo. Yes. Yep. I, I like how we both tail. had a Dragon Ball reference. <laughs> Because what did yeah, you say it, it looked like? It just it's kind of the same stand, but now it has like the Saiyan armor on. Yeah. Like the pointy shoulder armor. And more of a beak. Yes. Um But it's more like dog like in a way. And yeah, kinda. And I really like Reverb Act 2's abilities. Like I do too. It, it's new abilities. It shreds. I mean, it can do whatever it writes, really. No, um, it, literally, they use, like, the shredding of an electric guitar for his sound effect. Oh, do they? Yeah. Cool. But, so basically, what Reverb Act 2 can do is it, instead of just being able to, like, produce the sound of whatever it writes, it can now produce the effect of whatever it writes as well. Yes. So yes. he starts by writing what does he write? Like whoosh on the door or mm-hmm. something? And yeah. it blows Yukiko like all the way down the street like all the way across the yard of the house. Yeah. Which is a big yard. Yep. And then when she comes back, he writes burning on the railing the, to the like stairs railing. and it burns her hand. Mm-hmm. And I really fucking like this ability. I think it's so cool. Yeah. It also, Koichi got a pet and a stand in one. Yeah. 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 He, he was just playing around with like the letters after he blew y- Yukiko away. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, But basically she loses her shit. Mm-hmm. Is it at this point that he gets the new haircut, or when does that... Yeah, he cuts his own hair. Yeah, to get rid of her, like, hair from it. I didn't realize it was to get rid of her hair. Oh my god, you thought he just did it? (laughs) I thought he just 
did it because he was like, this is my new brand. Dad? Polnareff? <laughs> Wouldn't it be wild, though, if Koichi was Polnareff's kid? That would be wild. Let's just bring him back. Polnareff just had a... <laughs> Polnareff just had a kid, like... This French guy just came and had a kid in Japan. <laughs> Scientists are amazed. Yeah. Um, I mean, who else could have hair like that? Fair. What the um, hell does... So, well, first, Yukiko just completely loses her shit. Yep. And, like, completely wraps the house in her hair. And yes. completely, like, ties up... Uh, Ties Koichi. up Koichi because she realizes that... She wants that, to avoid touching the letters. Yeah, you have to touch the letters for it to produce an effect. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I won't touch the letters. Which she doesn't because Koichi wrote on his back. Yep. Which, what Big is... Big brain plays. What is it? Dogon? Like, what does that mean? I, uh, I have no clue. But it's I'm probably not, like a... Hold on. Because Don Don can mean the sound of slamming something on a hard surface or it's a sound effect used to describe fireworks okay yeah i also found out that the phone thing Mm. it's called freaking with a ph of course it is (laughs) anyway but yeah so whatever the word meant it sends yukiko flying yep uh she just gets Blowing the fuck away. Which also we should mention at this point that Josuke and Okuyasu have showed up. And they realize yeah, and where Okuyasu. he is because of the house covered in hair. Okuyasu's perception has a negative three modifier. He gets out of the taxi, hears the big crash, and is like, oh, it's that house. No, he's like, I think it's that house over there. <laughs> the one covered in hair. My boy. <gasps> you are not the brightest. Definitely not. <laughs> Um, um so yeah she gets blown over to the cliff side mm-hmm. um her hair is now white which she is very upset about well she's unconscious koichi goes to listen to see that she's still alive which she is yep. and he's like ah, i mean as bad as that kind of is for me i'm also relieved a little bit because mm-hmm. koichi's a good boy and he's polite Yes, she is very much not, however, because she wakes up, wraps Reverb up in hair, hair, and uh, is like, you know, around the neck and everything. So Koichi is being choked out, Mm -hmm. Um, at which she just keeps calling him like limp dick and pissy pants, pissy pants, just telling him that he's. Like, she's going to kill him now because, well, no, she says it earlier that, like, if she kills him now, he'll be hers forever. Yeah, in memory. Yeah. Uh, and Koichi tries to, like, attack with his new reverb's tail, but she just, like, knocks it off. And it's, like, a big, like, diamond spike on the end. Yep. It and gets that gets knocked, knocked yeah, that gets cliff. knocked into the water. Uh, very large drop and some big spikes down at the bottom of that cliff. Mm. Um, at which point, the cliff edge that Yukiko is standing on, but Koichi isn't, 
begins to crack. And he's like, hey, I heard it beginning to crack when I listened for your heartbeat earlier. You need to let go of me and grab onto something. And she's yeah. like, don't bullshit me. I'm just going to kill you now. Mm-hmm. But it does crack and it mm-hmm. falls into the water. She realizes too late, lets go of reverb, tries to grab onto something, but can't find anything to grab onto. And she's about to fall like back first right onto the giant spike in mm-hmm. the you know, in the ocean. But when she hits it, it just kind of goes boim. Because the yeah. tail <laughs> that got knocked off, Koichi used that to write boing on the spike, knowing yes. that she would probably fall. And she just gets bounced right back up to the clip, like to where she was. Mm-hmm. And Koichi's just like, I'm not gonna let you die. She loves him even more now. Yep, but is fine doing it from afar. Yes, which is good. I guess. Thank God. Um, and now we have two fantastic but, landmarks. <laughs> yeah. So, Koichi, like Koichi walks off. Um, well, Okuyasu and Josuke are just like, is she still alive? After all that, mm-hmm. wait, is she looking at you? Like, she's smiling at you. And they're all just like, yeah, it's really creepy. We need to run. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so they run away. Um, and we cut to off, like, in the distance a little bit. Two sailors, or two people, like, on a pier, I forget what exactly, that saw Yukiko fall and bounce back up. So now we have... Landmark number two in Morio. Cape Boingy Boing, Boing Cliff. Or, yeah, Cape Boingy Boing. Something Cape like Boingy that. Cape Boingy Boing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good. It's and very then good. Koichi gets the most conflicting passing grade on his English test. Wasn't it just 100? Yeah, he gets 100, but he's like, I really don't know what to do about this. <laughs> At what cost? Oh my god. <laughs> And yeah, episode, episode ten. ten. Let's go, Let's eat, go some eat some Italian food. food. Um, I shouldn't watch this while I'm either a hungry or b I just ate. I fucking love this episode. I do too. This might be like my favorite episode of JoJo's period so far. Really? <laughs> it's so good. Like of this season or like all of them? I want to say this season for now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I because can definitely see this three, season. Part three had some really, really good episodes. Yes. And I think I would need to watch them, like, not in tandem, but very, like, close in time. To so, one but, like, definitely a top five all oh my time. God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, this episode's definitely. really fun. I forgot how fun this episode, episode was. Like, I remember, the, I remember everything that happened, but, like. <laughs> it's a trip. Okay. So. Josuke has two brain cells. Okuyasu is just hungry. They are on their yep. way to visit Okuyasu's brother's grave. Yes. Worst company. <laughs> and um and he I hope asks that's just Josuke written on his tombstone. That that's a company? great yeah. Me too. 
I want I want that written on my tombstone. Well, I'll think about it. Okay, cool. Um so Ogriyasu's like, "Hey, after we visit my brother's grave, can we get some food?" There's like uh, an Italian restaurant like and right by the It place. just opened up next door to it. Yes. And Josuke's like, "Who the fuck wants to eat food next to a graveyard?" And Ogriyasu's like, "Maybe that's the whole deal. Maybe <laughs> Maybe people just don't realize it yet. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> he is right. Um, so they show up to the restaurant, and the menu... Well, it's named Tonio Trendy. Yeah, Tonio... No, yeah, Tonio Trendy, yes. Yes, yeah. and, well, we did we did see, like, a image of a creepy chef in the very beginning. Like, you yeah, know, but we didn't know Cutting up, and there's, like, it. something in a cage. Yep. Uh... <laughs> Which this whole episode is really just back and forth with the tone, and it's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> so, so they, they walk up to the the restaurant. Yes. And Josuke reads the sign outside, and it says menu decide or like menu decided based on the customer. Yes. Um, they go inside. They sit down. The chef comes out, Tonio. Yes. Whom is my boy now? <laughs> <laughs> um. Like, dissects all of the problems of Okuyasu and is like, okay, and Josuke? Um, well, first, Okuyasu is just but... like, hey, let me see the menu. And he goes, oh, no, we don't have a menu here. Yeah. Like, this really kind of slightly ominous. But, yeah, he starts to, he, Okuyasu gets pissed off and, like, points a finger at him or something. And Tonio uses, like, takes his hand and is like, you had diarrhea last night. You have athlete's <laughs> foot on your like left foot. You didn't sleep very well. Your intestines are inflamed. Like, yeah. And because he can, Tonio can tell everything wrong about a person just by looking at both of their hands. Mm-hmm. And Okuyasu <laughs> says, "Yes, all of that happened to me." Yes. <laughs> so, um. Um, he goes to read Jotaro's, uh, Josuke's hands. Yes. And Josuke says, I'm not hungry. I just want a cappuccino. Yes. Um, <laughs> he brings so out. He- so <laughs> I just have written like, so he bring Tonio brings out a glass of water for uh, Okuyasu. Each of them. Well, yeah. for each of them. Uh, for both of them, just to start. And... Okuyasu takes a sip and he's like, oh my god, this water is like amazing. Mm-hmm. And I have written here the quote just, this water is so pure it's going to make me cry. And it's like, yeah. boy, if that's not a me, like a Dave reference right there. What, um... Oh, do you know how much money I would pay for that kind of water? Uh... Let alone like the magic like that this water actually is. But just like water that tastes so good that it would want to make me cry. Like, see, my comment here was: Is Okuyasu okay? Of course, water tastes good. He's probably been pounding energy drinks nonstop. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. Actually, this dude's big into bang. So, Okuyasu is just like cry, like starts welling up and eventually crying over this. Water, water that he's drinking. Yeah. And eventually, like, the the tears just keep coming. 
to the point where like as literal like faucets of water coming out of each eye. Yes. And there's Josuke is freaked out. Yeah, because his eyes start shriveling up. Yeah, his eyes literally shrivel in his head. Um, and... Josuke calls after Tonio and is like, "Hey, like his eyes are shriveling up." Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what the fuck did you do to him? <laughs> Tonio comes back and is like, "Don't worry, he'll be back to normal in a minute." <laughs> At which point, we just hear <laughs> like off, yeah, off screen. He's just like, "Josuke," he looks at him, his eyes are just like, like really. <laughs> Differently drawn, he's just like very happy looking. Yes. And he's like, oh, I feel like I feel like I slept a full ten hours. Yeah. And Tonio explains that it's fifty thousand year old snow water from yep. Kilimanjaro, I think. Yes. That uh, cleans out your eyes and makes you less sleepy, and be- and yep. Jo it didn't also happen to Josuke because Josuke got a decent night's sleep before. Mm-hmm. As you do. As you do, as non-dipshits do. Mm-hmm. Um, I have written here a question of just, is this Food Wars? Is this just, no. fu- is this just the anime Food Wars? No. Are you sure? Uh, yes. Also, yeah, nobody's clothes <laughs> explode off. Okuyasu takes off his clothing. Y- yes. <laughs> so um, after the water incident <laughs> Tonio comes back with a caprese salad <laughs> um, uh, Tonio says that it's mozzarella cheese with tomatoes and Okuyasu's like what's mozzarella cheese? <laughs> Mazaza? <laughs> Mazaza and Tonio says that everyone in Italy loves mozzarella cheese. It's cheese with low fat, you know, the whole shebang. Yeah. Also, me. I love mozzarella cheese. <laughs> By the pound. Yes. <laughs> it's a I'm little a terrifying. I'm a witness to this. <laughs> so Okuyasu tries to eat the mozzarella just by itself, and he's like, uh, oh, this is kind of tasteless. And Tonio says, you're supposed to eat it with the tomato. <laughs> So Okuyasu takes a little bite of the cheese and the tomato together and just has the most intense euphoric feeling. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> Food can be this? Accurate representation of eating a caprese salad for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> they are so good. Um, now I want a caprese Okuyasu, salad. Right? Okuyasu thanks his mom that he exists. <laughs> Like, have you ever had food that good? No! <laughs> I want to! And then he starts um, just scratching furiously at his shoulders after, like, taking off his jacket. He's like, I'm getting real hot. And he takes off his jacket, just starts scratching. Yes. He's like, my shoulder is kind of itchy. Eczema's like that, bruh. I really hope eczema is not like this because I am not going to be Josuke in this scenario just holding your ball of dead skin. No, you got a scratch in the shower so like all of the wet dead skin just like goes down the drain. Okay, nasty. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like Okuyasu just keeps scratching at this dead skin and for some reason Josuke is holding it because it's like a yeah, big he's, ball. he's like balling it up. It's like a softball sized. Yeah ball of dead skin yes again josuke naturally is like what the fuck is going on 
Yep. Uh and then oh yeah, Tonio it is it, it is it is skin ball. Well, it is at this point where Tonio's like, Okuyasu, you might want to take off your shirt for this next part, which mm-hmm. he does, and holy shit, Okuyasu is ripped. Was there any question? No, but like, holy shit. Yeah, because it's like you remember from the part three boys were like, you Easy. could tell fully clothed. Those dudes had the beef. Yeah. It, it, like, Okuyasu and Josuke, it's like, they look like you can't tell as easily. Right. So it's like, you get, like, you get Okuyasu with, without the shirt, and he just looks like a fucking mini Dio. Just yeah. like, perfectly chiseled, and it's like, fuck, oh my god, okay. Yes. Um... <laughs> Anyway, he... Um, Tonio takes the skin ball. Yes. Where are you taking it, sir? I don't want to know. And then he brings out um, some pasta puttanesca. Also known as harlot spaghetti. I know it's puttanesca from a series of unfortunate events. He called it harlot spaghetti, and that's a dumb name, so I'm going to call it that. Okay. Um, Okuyasu says <laughs> that he can't eat spicy pasta. Yeah, he's like, is this spicy? Because I can't eat anything spicy. Like, I, I have literally no spice tolerance. He's like, if, like if this is... Person. Yes. If this is at all spicy, I can't eat this. Mm-hmm. And Tonio's trying to be like, don't worry, like, this pasta was made for somebody that can't handle spicy food, so you should be fine. But Josuke, at this point, is on to Tonio. He, he thinks he's a stand user, even yeah. though we've seen no stand. Yes. So he's like, well, then you don't have to eat the pot. Like, you can just, you know, he's staring down Tonio, and he's like, well, you can just return the pasta. You don't have to eat it. Right. And he's like, that's fine, that's fine. I have no problem with you returning it. But <laughs> this fucking dipshit... Okuyasu. like He's licking the sauce. Nine times. Nine different times. He just like puts the tip of his tongue on the sauce and goes, ah, hot. <laughs> and even eventually Josuke, like after talking about how he thinks he's a stand user because this is just too weird. He's like, dude, if it's too spicy, stop, stop licking it. it. Stop licking it. Yep. And then um, Josuke, in order to see if the stand is in the food, reverts the ingredients back to their original shapes. And they're like four heart-shaped radishes that just like scurry away back to the kitchen. Well, no, at first he... No, Okuyasu does eventually eat the pasta. Ah, okay. And he just... He literally can't stop eating the pasta. He just keeps going because of how Mm -hmm. good it is. Mm Mm-hmm. And eventually, a tooth shoots out of Okuyasu's mouth. I forgot this, and for good reason. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> it shoots out of his mouth. I watched these episodes today. It embeds itself in the table. <laughs> and then, but Okuyasu remembers he has two cavities, and that was the tooth, one of the teeth with the cavity. And then he goes, 
oh, I think I also like I think the other one was in my lower jaw, and that one shoots out and embeds itself in the ceiling. Yeah, these are deadly projectiles, Tonio. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then again, more body horror. The teeth, like new teeth, regrow where the other two shot out. Just yep. Ugh. Awful. No, thank you. Um, and then, yeah, it's at this point that Josuke reverts the spaghetti back to its original ingredients. And okay, yeah. we see that there are tiny little tomato-ish looking stands. They're radishes. Are they radishes? Yeah, a true chef like myself would know. Yeah. <laughs> I burn water, so what the fuck would I know? You don't burn water. I found a way. Um, but yeah, so he, they, they retreat back to the kitchen and Josuke yeah. runs after them. Was this dude working in a dark kitchen the whole time? I think so. That seems like a <laughs> violation of something. It's just not very safe. Yeah. And I feel like you need to be safe in a kitchen. Maybe, maybe it was just like a lighting trick that, you know, how Jojo's likes to do. Yeah, they're trying to be ominous. Yeah, I don't think he was working completely in the dark. <laughs> um, so N- Josuke eventually kept, like finds Tonio, and he's feeding some what is it, like chicken dinner to. It's lamb. Is, with is it lamb? Applesauce. Okay, yeah, he's feeding it to a little like dog that he has in a cage mm-hmm. in the back. And he, like, the dog starts freaking out and its intestines come up through its mouth. Mm-hmm. Josuke is obviously freaked out. It makes yep. a noise. Tonio turns around and is like, you shouldn't have fucking come in here and throws a knife. Yep. He throws a knife into the wall next to Josuke. Yes. And Josuke turns around, or, like, it turns around, and Okuyasu is eating the lamb that was on, like, (laughs) the counter or the cart or something. He's, like, uh, double-fisting it into his mouth. Yep. He's like, Okuyasu, what are you doing? Stop. I get the same way around lamb chops. Yeah. They're good. And he's like, I can't help myself. Like, I can't stop (laughs) eating them. And the same thing happens to Okuyasu, where just... His, like, guts come out. hmm <laughs> And, uh, like, this chef is just pissed at Josuke because he's just, And as we see, like, he comes out and he's like, how dare you come yep. into a chef's kitchen without washing your hands? <laughs> yes! And, yeah, he was just pissed about Josuke not washing his hands and dirtying up his kitchen, which, like, fair, yes. Especially now. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And as with all the other things, cut back to Okuyasu, he's fine. His gut feels better because he had inflamed intestines. Mm -hmm. And we... (laughs) Okuyasu says the words, my diarrhea tummy's all better. 
Um, he does. Yes. Uh, yeah, and we find out that basically Tonio's not a bad guy. He just He's found just out. a stand user who likes to cook? Yeah, he just found his... Like, he traveled the world learning different cooking techniques, and he found out about his stand ability that way. Mm-hmm. So now he uses it to make people healthier through his cooking. Yeah, that's incredibly sweet. I love yeah. him. And like they talk, um, like they show their stands to him, and he's like, "Oh my god, I've never seen another stand user before. Like yeah, this is so like cool." He's literally, he found friends who can understand. Yeah, and then he's like, "Now, Josuke, clean my fucking kitchen." <laughs> <laughs> and he does while Tonio gets to chill with Okuyasu. Well, Okuyasu gets to eat flan for dinner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which cures his athlete's foot. Yep. Head to toe. Literally. Yes. And, yeah, he, he, he was feeding the lamb to the dog because he wasn't sure about the dish, and the dog had an upset tummy. Yeah. Oh, what a, what a wild What a wild episode. I know. This what one a, is so good. Oh, right. We forgot something right at the end here. Yes. Well, I was just about to get to it, but yes. Okay. We cut back to the one serious moment of the episode. Yep. Of Jotaro is at the beach, and he gets Mm -hmm. approached by somebody from the Speedwagon Foundation, because they Mm -hmm. can't be around electricity Mm -hmm. because of Red Hot Chili Pepper. Mm -hmm. Boy, that's a sentence. It makes sense. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, and basically, Speedwagon Foundation guy gives Jotaro a message that he, unnamed he, will be arriving in a few days' time. And, well, we... Well, it's on behalf of Joseph Joestar. Yes. We, we learned that it's Joseph. Old man Joseph is coming to town. Yeah, and this is what you meant when I realized... Or th- I realize now this is what you meant about Jotaro doesn't head up Speedwagon yet. <laughs> Joseph st- has not retired. I still don't know one way or the other if either of them are in charge of the Speedwagon Foundation. You know what? My theory from part two is going to be true. It's been compromised and they need to dismantle it in order to defeat the bow and arrow <laughs> bullshit going on in part four. I think they're both just like rock star special agents you know that kind of like stereotype of like they're like an employee but they're like the employee who's too cool to like work with anybody else in the organization like they're off doing their own shit all the time that's what i've always thought about it as i don't know they literally told us that joseph is in charge of it I, probably. I have no idea. Anyway, Tomiko's about to have a field day. <laughs> um, that's all I'm going to say with that one. When she runs into the, like, 85-year-old mother of her child. Joseph's been busy in those, um... <laughs> Joseph's the mother of her child? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, that was that was it for these five I episodes. I loved the last episode. I really did. I really liked all of these episodes. I know. They were all really strong. I think they were fun in 
interesting ways. Like, I think... Yeah. De- definitely episode 10 was the best, but... I, I think... I, I, th- I think the Yukiko stuff was still fun, even despite that is, I'm sure, a very real thing. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know, right? <laughs> what are you trying to say about me? Uh... <laughs> anyway, we'll be back next week. <laughs> At least one of us will be back next week. <laughs> so we will be back in two weeks with more JoJo's. Because what else are we going to do on this podcast? When we run out of JoJo's, where do we go? Who knows? Well, maybe I do. Yeah? Maybe. Is there another anime? No. Oh. We're going to watch K-dramas. Oh. (laughs) Fancy. Not really. So in two weeks, we'll be back with episodes 11 through 15 um, of part four. Which also, uh, just for you, since I don't know if you know the name of episode 11, Mm. it is Is Chili Pepper part one. Okay. I think I saw it so, briefly, and I was like, ooh, what's happening? I mean, we still got a lot of stuff going on. We we don't have any answer. You remember that hand shot from the very first episode? Yeah. like We still have no answers to that. Yeah. So there's stuff going on. Oh, I know. <laughs> I sounded so Midwestern. Oops. Um, yeah, we have barely scratched the surface of, like, anything. I feel like it's all... It's all been surface level stuff, even without like realizing that like we haven't seen the person eating breakfast and stuff. Yes. So I'm excited. Yeah. I like the pacing of this. I really do. Yeah. It's a lot. It's because that's one of the things I really like about JoJo's is every season is different. Mm. Like not like obviously different characters. You have a new JoJo each time. Mm-hmm. But it's also a thing of, like, the genre of the show is different. Yeah. Each time. Yeah. And it's something that they really kind of hit so well each each iteration of JoJo's. Yeah. Like, they hit it so well with this, with, like, this almost Twin Peaks-esque, like, murder mystery. Mm Mm-hmm. They'll hit it next season with what I won't talk about. Okay, great. Because spoilers. Okay. But yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Uh, quick plug zone. You can find everything I do at nerd.co. You can find Mm -hmm. everything um, related to this podcast at Is This a JoJo's Pod on Twitter. And um, if you also feel like uh, supporting the show, you can. There is a link in the show notes. Um, yeah, I, I don't have anything else to say about it. If you click that link, you will also see our, um, tiers of support. There are some perks. I thought you meant, like, tiers. Yeah, tiers of gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, in, um, until next time, do your homework. Okay, bye. Bye. Get back, Jojo!